Money FM 89.3, Best of the Evening Runway. Why it matters. Money of M89.3. Good afternoon. It is the all new evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. It's now time for Why It Matters. So we're going to talk about Thailand because while Thailand may be a popular holiday destination for many Singaporeans looking for a quick nearby getaway, the land of smiles is also an attractive destination for foreign property buyers, especially those seeking higher end luxury homes. In fact, a property developer Magnolia Quality Development Corporation Limited or MQDC has seen rising post-pandemic demand from Singapore. And that's mainly because of Thailand's attractive property prices along with its unique lifestyle and investment opportunities. So, let's have a conversation about this first up on the line to talk more about the luxury property market in Thailand. I've got Tanya Tip Chera Vanot, the CEO of Eden Estates. Tanya, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. And thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, It is a busy Wednesday after all. But very curious to talk about the demand for Thailand's luxury property market. I mean, what is the current state of the luxury real estate market in Thailand, in your view, in your observation? Yeah, so the Thai luxury real estate market is somewhat seeing a revival of the creativity, quality, and a newfound emphasis on service. I think, as you might know, the Thailand real estate market is pretty competitive. And with so much competition, especially in the luxury sector, it really forces developers to, to kind of think outside of the box and see okay. where they can compete beyond like comps and specifications. And so I think with this in mind, everyone is trying to look to differentiate their product. And you can do that, obviously, through design and specifically service as well. Interesting, because I guess maybe from a simplistic point of view, I'd look at some place like Bangkok just to be a part of the, the food haven that it is. Is there a specific place that people are going after or, or is it more widespread around Thailand? If we're talking in Bangkok specifically, Bangkok is a very interesting city because unlike places like Singapore, Hong Kong, we have multiple CBDs, so multiple business districts. Okay. And each business district has its own kind of main artery or main road, whereby those are where kind of the luxury condominiums would sit upon. So you can have, you know, zones like Sukhumvit area, which, you know, maybe you've heard of has a lot of street food and things like that. But then you've also got areas like Silom or, you know, around Siam Paragon and that type of area, which also has its own slew of luxury development. So this is a bit of an age-old saying, uh, Tanya Tip, the luxury market tends to be more resilient in times of volatility. But post-COVID-19 is a little unprecedented. Is it still the same? Yeah, so actually we've seen that for the luxury market, the sales have maintained during COVID, whereas obviously some of the more affordable housing sales have slumped or have slowed down. It's because at the end of the day, people who are looking to buy homes, you know, it's it's out of necessity or because it's, you know, the right time to, to move or find a new place. Okay. In which case, with the, with the luxury segment, they still have high expectations on the product that they're looking to invest in. And of course, luxury is an investment after all. So it is, I would say, quite a stable market. Mm. especially during times of volatility. Okay, how does that play into the growth forecast or assessment of a growth forecast for Thailand's luxury property market, say, for the next five years? 
Yeah, so actually during COVID, there were a lot of discounted units going into the market. It was sort of a correction, I would say, because we had so many developments um, coming up right before COVID happened. So with all these units that have been kind of discounted or, you know, have been sold during COVID, we've actually seen a year-on-year rental growth of about 10%, specifically in the Sukhumvit area. So that's that's a very high growth coming straight out of COVID, which kind of shows how Thailand has really been opening up to foreigners and expats kind of early on, whereas other countries were still making it very difficult for travel. And so with this in mind, it's very promising. It's a very promising outlook, especially for for real estate. I apologize if this might come across a little complicated, but I'm very curious, what are the type of individuals, the demographics of people going after such luxury properties? And where do Singaporeans stand in this grand ecosystem? Yeah, so I mean, if we're, you know, based on our own data with our development, we've noticed that we've got buyers from Europe, China, and Singapore. From Europe, we've got a lot of Swiss and French buyers. So we've been seeing quite a lot of more like French and Swiss expats moving to Thailand. In terms of Singaporean buyers, I think it's really because the prices in Singapore have just gone up so much with the stamp duties as well Mm. that it becomes pretty much unaffordable to even buy a small flat in a decent location. Right, right. Whereas in Bangkok, right, you've still got the top quality, the specifications, like I mentioned earlier, all the developers are putting in, you know, Gaganau um, yeah. kitchens and full top kitchenware. But then you're getting a price that is, is reasonable. And it's, it's something that you can invest today. And you can see that Thailand's economic growth continues going forward. And so it does end up becoming an investment. Mm. And also when I talk about the rental returns, right? Normally in the luxury market, you don't expect much of a rental yield. Mm. Normally if you're looking for 6%, you have to kind of invest into more affordable condominiums. But here, because there's such a demand in certain areas, you can achieve rental yields like from 5 to 6%, which is pretty unheard of for mm. a luxury project. Well, that's great insight. Tanya Tip, I appreciate that. I just want to get you to hold on the line for a bit and invite my second guest, Rangurte Chong Sujipan, who is the president of Mulberry Grove and Healthcare Business, Magnolia Quality Development Corporation. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon. Good. I'm very good. It's quite interesting, this conversation that we're having. I'm getting the sense that, you know, typically in, in Asia or Singapore, you buy one property, you go after the second domestic property. But if the domestic property is too expensive, people skip that and go for the overseas property investment. Tell me a little bit about the kind of luxury properties that are particularly in demand with foreign investors. Yeah, of course, as Kuntanya mentioned, that there are a lot of investors foreign investor investing in, in Bangkok and Thailand market, the majority of them, the first thing that they would be looking for is the location. You know, they look for the location that provide a complete lifestyle with the access to the city's amazing amenities. And what also matter is the quality of the design and the construction. You know, when you invest in overseas market, you want to look for the best and something that you can really trust. Okay. And I think that's one of the things that the customer really keen on. As well as I think another factor would be the ownership, which in Bangkok, the ownership split into freehold and leasehold. Some plot is in a rare location and they, they offer in, in leasehold condition. 
So this would be some concern that affect the purchase or the viability or when the customer want to choose the location or the property. Okay, so let's uh, talk a little bit or rather I want to get you to put on your salesman hat. Tell me what makes MQDC properties so good? Why is it a good investment for the future? One of the things that we say on top of other developers is on the 30 years warranty. So we are the only developer in Thailand who offers 30 years warranty to all the residents. So we ensure that the long-term quality of life and the peace of mind, and this really supports the increase of the value of the property in the long term. Okay. And actually, MQDC is the developer who developed a lot of mixed-use and large-scale projects such as the Icon Siam, Traditional Park, and the Forestiers. And these are some of the examples of our great projects. We are also the developer that committed to the well-being and the sustainability. So we have our own research center who, you know, make sure that every design suitable for human and, you know, you know they are safe for the human. So these are some of the examples that, you know, make MQDC stand out from others. I want to get both of your perspectives on this. What should investors or what should they research on? What do they need to know before they take the plunge and make an investment in a place like Thailand? A luxury investment at that matter. I think the first thing would be the, the ownership. So as I mentioned earlier on the leasehold and, and freehold ownership, for the freehold ownership, of course, if they, if they can they can own it for the long term and yep. they can enjoy the value of the property in the long term and keep it as a asset for their family. Okay. I think that's, that's one thing. And as well as the ownership for the condominium in Thailand, right now you foreigners or Singaporeans can have up to 49% ownership of the total ownership of the building. So that would be another concern before you look for the property in the condominium in Thailand. Mm, that's a very Singaporean problem as well. Tanya, what's your perspective on this? Could I get you to weigh in? Yes, I was going to say the same thing. I think it's really important for investors to look at whether the property is a freehold or a leasehold. Okay. And second to that, I think it's a lot to do with the number of units, so the density of the project itself. Yeah. If you're buying a project with 800 units in one building, obviously it's going to be much harder to liquidate or to find renters for that yes. unit. Yes. So we would you know, suggest looking at projects with 200 units or less. Yeah. And obviously, it comes back down to location, location, location. So something near SkyTrain, something that is accessible on the main roads are also all important factors for investors to look out at. That's exactly what my wife and I looked at when we went after our second property. It was about that location and the density of units. I suppose just one last question, and this is for you both. First, Tanya Tip, I'd like to get your thoughts. How can you help interested buyers with their investment? What do you guys have to offer? Yeah, so there's a few things. Let's talk every step of the process. So if we're talking about before before purchasing the, the unit, we're able to help connect you with banks to get more favorable terms and loans. And, and this is something that our sales team does for our international customers on a regular basis. After that, we're able to provide a turnkey service to furnish the unit. So, you know, whether it's because it's inconvenient for you to come in and you know pick the design of furniture yourself or if you want to buy it to rent out we can do all of these things for you and lastly we're able to contact agents and help rent out the unit for you as well okay. so i think it's pretty much a full service that we provide specifically for our international customers because we understand you know the difficulties of traveling and owning assets that are outside of your home country Rune what are your thoughts on this? How can you guys help out? 
Well, of course, as Sonia mentioned, uh, we have the dedicated unit called the estate that can provide the, the consultancy on the lifestyle and investment. Okay. This firm can also provide practical assistance with the processing to streamline the process and ensure your secure ownership, whether we be renting out or you want to sell it in the future. Oh. And, and on another side, besides the return on investment and the benefit of your stay as a second home, you could also invest in the property here, like a condominium here for your family. And if, in case you, you plan to expand your business to Bangkok. And in choosing the location, you want to consider the place where your family want to stay with a great lifestyle in Bangkok, right? So MQDC, the projects that we do, we aim for the location that is within walking distance to many amenities, such as the school, hospital, malls, and public transportation. So we already think about this for the consumer because we are a very consumer-centric company. All right. Thank you so much for your thoughts to both of you. Really appreciate your time. Tanya Tip, Chara Van Not, who is the CEO of Eden Estate, as well as Rangote Chong Su Japan, who is president of Mowbray Groove and healthcare business, Magnolia Quality Development Corporation. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.